Hello and welcome to a brand new episode. Bienvenidos a un nuevo episodio de Media Plus Podcast de Ministerio Sevenecer en los Lunas. My name is Myra and we want to welcome you all back to this Wednesday. Today I'm not here alone. Today is going to be a little different. Aquí estamos. Estoy aquí con... <laughs> Emanuel y con Josué. I know you guys will miss guys? them, hearing them hey. in the podcast. So, hoy um, va a ser algo diferente. <laughs> Tenemos un tema que queremos compartir con ustedes y um, quisimos que ellos estuvieran aquí con nosotros um, para que compartan con nosotros y nos den, les den ustedes consejos de este tema específicamente. Queremos invitarlos esta temporada. Estamos también en YouTube, so si nos están escuchando ahí en podcast y quieren ver las caras detrás del de audio, vayan a YouTube, busquen Media Plus Podcast para que miren ahí lo que, lo que está pasando aquí en el set de Ministerio Sevenecer. Um, y otra vez les damos la bienvenida. And hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast today. Ojalá que se diviertan con nosotros y puedan recibir palabra que edifique su vida en esta tarde. Are you guys ready, guys? Ready. Amen, gloria a Dios. All right. So, <laughs> why don't you guys say hello to them? <coughs> no han estado aquí por un rato because we've been doing interviews, pero how have you been, Josué? I'm doing good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Valentín me quitó del podcast porque dijo que <laughs> just kidding uh, we've been doing good we're still here, we're just behind the cameras and we have this new season that we hope it blesses each and every one of you guys and that these words edify your life as well as it's edifying us as well and yeah we're we're doing good Emmanuel, también, he's behind the scenes. How has that been this season, Emmy? Behind the scenes on the YouTube. <coughs> been good. Uh, something new, but yeah, it's coming. It's becoming easier every time. So yeah, again, if you guys um, are listening to us on podcast, these are the behind the scenes of people behind the YouTube channel. So go ahead and check out YouTube as well. Okay. So hoy tenemos un un tema um, bastante importante que hemos estado hablando esta semana. Well, I don't want to say coincidentally. Yo sé que es um, Dios hablando porque empezamos esta semana hablando de esto. Um, el pastor predicó de esto también um, sin saber que habíamos hablado de esto con los jóvenes y lo seguimos viendo. So yo sé que es algo que Dios está poniendo en nuestro corazón, que hablemos, porque es importante que, que se hable. Um, si no se habla en las iglesias, si no se habla allá afuera, um, está, fue puesto en nuestro corazón. So we have to do it, right, guys? Entonces, nowadays podemos uh, ver cómo en all social media, se habla de filters, right? Yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> Facebook, Facebook, Instagram. Para aquellos que están feos como yo, no sirven mucho los filtros. Filters, <laughs> we see them everywhere now, right? ¿Y pueden explicar para aquellos que no saben qué es un filtro? <laughs> <laughs> ¿Qué es un filtro? Uh, it's something that, that covers reality. Algo que cubre lo, la realidad. Como en Verusco, cuando tenía pimples <laughs> y los quería cubrir, me ponía un filtro porque 
<laughs> Los cubría. Filters help sometimes, they do, like as moms, que no nos arreglamos a veces, nomás ponemos un filtro y ya. We were good for a picture, you know? Pero eso es en social media, okay? Los <coughs> filtros en social media, is they're a thing, everybody uses them, todos los usan, so it's a nowadays thing. Pero um, filtros que se están poniendo en lo que es el evangelio. Have you guys heard about this, guys? Filtros que se están poniendo en el evangelio. Recordemos yeah. que, que este podcast queremos um, mostrar quién Dios es, eh, eh, compartir quién Jesús es, el evangelio con ustedes. Y esto es algo que a nosotros nos preocupa porque el evangelio es la verdad. Jesús es la verdad. Jesús es el camino. Um, Jesús es nuestro salvador y... y Um, se están poniendo filtros en esa realidad, en la verdad que es Jesús And queremos hablar de eso hoy um, Así que muchachos, si podemos empezar Queremos hablar cómo esos filtros están afectando a, En la vida cristiana, a muchos de nosotros Y cómo eso está afectando para nosotros como cristianos Compartir el evangelio a aquellos nuevos que van entrando al evangelio, que van entrando a las iglesias y porque se han puesto esos filtros no llegan a conocer realmente la verdad de quién Cristo es y por qué Él vino y por qué es que necesitamos al Salvador. Ok, so muchachos, um, quiero empezar con esta pregunta, um, ¿qué, ¿cuáles son algunos filtros que ustedes han visto que se han estado poniendo en lo que es el evangelio en las iglesias um, Josué, let's start with you mm, uno que he experimentado recientemente um, I was at work and I work at a big warehouse I work at Walmart para que vayan y compren mm. <laughs> and it's really big so the managers really don't know what's going on in inside those those warehouses and Oh, I said it, I said it on camera, huh? <laughs> Just kidding. Todo, todo chido, pero... Uh, like, one of these guys asked me if I smoke, because he was, he was smoking on the job. And yo le dije que no, because, you know, I'm Christian. And, well, he came up with the, with the answer of, well, why don't you smoke if weed is, like, God's creation and God... God put it on earth and all these like it's not just that like there's different other filters that people use the Bible according to their ways to to like protect what they do but to their convenience. yeah to their convenience and I remember I told Monsa this once because her parents are Jehovah Witnesses but they still drink and stuff and Apparently they don't they don't celebrate holidays, but they like party every weekend and get drunk every weekend. And I told the, I told her uh, when we were first meeting, we weren't married yet. I told her, well, what's the what's the difference of going to church if you're still going to be doing what people that don't go to church do? Mm. Like the only difference is is that you go to church, but you're still doing the same thing. Yeah. And I told her that the gospel te incomoda, like it, with the real gospel, it, it makes it you uncomfortable. You, yeah. And it actually brings change to you, because if you're just going to a church and doing the same mm -hmm. things you're doing, then what's the point of going? 
-hmm. And that's the thing that nowadays, like, todos o muchos, muchos se pueden llamar cristianos. Y para aquellos que nunca han conocido el evangelio, those that have never known the gospel, pueden decir, oh, well, it's just going to church. You get out of church and you continue with your same life. Pero como decía Josué, el evangelio es un evangelio real. La Biblia es una palabra viva que cuando tú la empiezas a, a traer a tu corazón, hace cambios, hace transformaciones. El Cristo no vino para que sigas viviendo igual como el mundo. Cristo vino para que hagas un cambio transformador en tu vida donde tú puedas mostrar a Cristo, right? Tú, Emmanuel, what can you say? Any filters that you've seen? Uh, I've seen a lot with music. La música, okay. Um, people think that because the songs they hear uh, don't, like, say bad words or anything else, they think that it's good, but um it's not godly either so i'm that's what kind of bothers me a lot that they try to cover the bad thing that they're doing by saying that and um it's it's like what the bible says if you're not with me you're against me mm -hmm. if those song songs are not talking about god then they're not uh godly they're not Okay. Correct. Like the people that use romantic songs just because they don't curse, but same, I mean thing. same thing. Yeah, I mean, music was created by God, y Dios nos creó, dice la palabra que nos creó para alabanza de su nombre, right? Y como dice Manuel, um, esas alabanzas pueden alabarte a ti, pueden alabar a otra persona, um, se hizo con el, con el, um, con el fin de... de entretener a otras personas pero no con el motivo with the purpose of praising God is that what you mean Emmy? Yeah. el motivo de adorar a Dios fuimos creados y necesitamos saber eso que tú y yo fuimos creados para la alabanza del nombre de Jesús there is a reason why Jesus came to show us a different way than the world's way um, estar viviendo allá afuera en el mundo es algo común, so si no eres como ellos, you're like, you're different, you're, they make fun of you, they, they can talk this and that about you, so si no eres como el mundo, eres alguien different in a bad way, so no pensamos como ellos, and we are the bad ones, no hacemos lo que ellos hacen, and we are the ridiculous ones, what do you think about that, Josué, why do you think people see us like that and why do you think that christians little by little are filtering gospel with the world to try to fit in mm, i think because while they didn't grow up the way we did like we well i grew up listening to christian music because my parents were christian so it's nothing like out of the normal for me and well, the world wasn't out of the normal for me either because I would be going to school and, and well, the kids, the kids, like, show you how they live, so it just comes normal as well because you see it every day now. Mm -hmm. And I remember I would, I would also listen to, like, secular music 
and when I stopped listening to them, it was like something weird to the other people because Christian music is nothing close to like what secular music says. And I remember I saw this, I think it was a video of of this guy listening to this like reggaeton music and how mm-hmm. they were uh, basically belittling a woman like that he treats a woman like this and he sleeps with this woman and this woman and this guy was like singing it like because it was his favorite song or whatever and this guy told him what if what if i treated your daughter like this and he was like nah you can't treat my daughter like this she's my daughter and this and that and well th- that's what he's portraying that's what he's supporting mm-hmm. Like Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny is a diablo, hermano. <laughs> 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 One of the most famous artists like for right reals, now. Yeah. One of the most fa- famous artists right now. Y algo que me llamó la atención de él es que dijo um, something about the last tour and he begins to also sing Christian songs. Tiene una canción que él ha cantado um, um, mentioning God and a lot of us Christians might think that, oh, cool, you know, it says God, it might be. Bad Bunny? Good. Yeah, he mentions oh. uh, just something about God. I honestly don't know the song, but... Es que yo no lo escucho. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen it um, social media. But what we want to get to is how, um, how we as Christians are not truly showing the true gospel in the way that we can experience true change in our life. There's a lot of new people coming into the gospel, especially with the times that we are going through. You know, there are crazy times, wars and pandemics, and people are seeking for God. They walk into a church, and if they are not told the truth about who God is, about what God did for us, they just come in, entran a la iglesia solo para satisfacerse, para sentirse bien, pero salen y siguen viviendo igual. Why do you guys think this is happening? que entramos a una iglesia sea, you know, um, la iglesia que sea, if we don't speak the truth about who God is, what he came to do, um, no hay cambios, de que entramos y salimos, entramos tal vez para satisfacer nuestro sed de que, oh, okay, I went to church this Sunday, I'm going to be good, I'm going to be forgiven for what I did on Saturday, but then on Monday continue to live the same way why do you guys think this is happening and no true change is happening within people anymore because we're faithful to the church and not god we're faithful to church and not like god. people That's people just come well like people that have like let's say you're in the worship team like you come because because you love god because you love what you're doing and some other people that might be in worship they come because it's like a requisito how do you say requisito requirement yeah like so, uh, algunas personas vienen por requisito y otras vienen porque pues porque aman a Dios mm-hmm. y tú puedes ver realmente las personas que realmente se entregan a Cristo porque hay un cambio y una pasión por predicar quién es Cristo quién es Dios y, y si es cierto hay otros que nomás entran y salen pero no hay un, esa misma pasión de predicar el evangelio, de enseñar el evangelio. What about you and me? Why do you think this is happening in the church? Maybe with other people that say they're Christian and uh, they just keep living the same life. Mm-hmm. 
they they could uh they could be the piedra de tropiezo and people say oh he's christian i could do that too mm-hmm. and i could be living, living the, the same, same life living the same life y eso es la influencia que hay ahora verdad esos filtros en el evangelio a lot of people can say they're Christian. A lot of people can say they love Jesus, but their life is not showing it. Um, si podemos ver las escrituras, podemos ver que cuando Dios viene y, y hace y entra a tu corazón, dice que él viene y hace las cosas nuevas. He makes you a new person, right? He comes and he makes you new. So the old person is gone and a new person is born. What does that mean? That que todo lo que hacíamos en el mundo, everything that we did that made us like the world, common to the world, we don't do that anymore. We do newer things. We have a new life in Christ. Can you explain a little bit about what is a new life in Christ? Um, como ustedes viven um, su día a día, una vida en Cristo. Um, a new life in Christ is uh, leaving all your bad habits behind. So let's say, for example, you you drank a lot, you smoked a lot, but once you go into Christ and you truly in are into Christ, then that changes. You can't be in a church and say that you love God and not uh, not be able to change. Because if you love God, the Bible says that you you are doing His commandments, and mm-hmm. that's what yeah, that's what purifies you and makes you change. And His will, right? His commandments, pero también su su His will, su cómo se dice will? Voluntad. Su voluntad, lo que él lo que él quiere que nosotros hagamos. Cuando vivimos en el mundo, we live. Freely, we do what we choose to do. We make our own decisions um, to our will, para nuestra voluntad. Vivimos como nosotros queremos, pero cuando entregamos nuestra vida a Cristo, eso es algo que cambia. Como dice Manuel, we begin to do his will, lo que él quiere que hagamos. And what is it? What is the gospel? La, la Biblia dice, una de las cosas que Dios nos manda hacer su voluntad es que vayamos y prediquemos el evangelio to go out and preach the gospel but what is the gospel Josué? Mm, I would say the gospel is Jesus himself because Jesus has everything in them mm-hmm. the Bible says he's the way the truth and the life so like if we just spread who God is and what God does I think that's more than enough to convince someone of his love, of his mercy, of mm-hmm. who he is, of what mm-hmm. he does. Mm. And, well, I think that's what convinced me about coming back to church because cause you see the mercy of God even when you're not in his ways and you see how good he is even though we deserve what we actually deserve. We like deserve to pay. Yeah, we deserve to pay what we what we do, but God is merciful. Mm-hmm. Like he died for our sins and we were supposed to be the ones up there in the cross. But God's merciful, he loves us and and that's what God is. God is love. Amen. And Juan tres dieciséis is the key verse for Christians to share the gospel. John three sixteen porque de tal manera amó Dios al mundo que mandó 
a Jesús, a su Hijo, para salvar al mundo, right? También dice ahí en el 17, y Él no vino para condenar al mundo. Jesus didn't come to come and point fingers at all of us, and that's not what we want to do either. We don't want to point fingers at anybody, um, pero que, que conozcan a Jesús, el Salvador, You know, que conozcan que hay un Salvador que quiere darnos vida eterna, pero parte de recibir vida eterna es cambiar de tinieblas a la luz, right? ¿Qué son las tinieblas? El mundo y todo lo que el mundo ofrece. It is so easy to live being part of this world. Why? Because there's no requirements. There's you just live life. The right? devil doesn't bother you. The devil doesn't bother you. You're doing exactly what he wants you to do, but exactly what God does not want you to do, right? So, parte de cambiar de vida a seguir un seguidor de Cristo es ser un representante de Cristo, right? ¿Qué hizo Cristo en este, en este mundo? Can you guys share a little bit of what? What examples God gives us of what he wants us to do? ¿Qué fue lo que Cristo hizo en este mundo que quiere que nosotros um, le imitemos? Mm. Well, I know there's a verse that says we'll, that we'll do greater things. So if it says that we'll do greater things, we have to do the same things he did. And that was to, because uh, if, you, if you see like what, who God talked to, he didn't talk to the to the guys that were rich or the higher priest or like the church people. He went out and he spoke to the leper, to the sick, to the ones who who needed it. Right. And he tells us to nos dice que vayamos por todo el mundo predicando su palabra, bautizándolos and uh that's you don't have to go far to know what God wants us to do. Like the Bible is right there in front of us. We just have to read. Right. Como Juan dice en uh, Lucas, perdón, Lucas 4.22, dice que Jesús vino a dar las buenas nuevas. Buenas nuevas es el evangelio. He came to give the good news. Como dice Josué, él vino a, a, a ellos, a los leprosos, a los que necesitaban algo de él. Y dice la palabra que nosotros también, que, que vayamos y demos libertad a los cautivos que demos vista a los ciegos, que demos, ¿qué más dice ese? Just life to those who feel dead inside, and this is spiritually speaking. Por ejemplo, algunas de las maneras en que podemos estar atados es um, people living in fear, people living in depression. What else can you guys say? Or ataduras. Anxiety. Anxiety. And science labels it like a a like health a condition, issue, yeah. A health issue. Health issues are way different from, because like, at least in my perspective, depression and anxiety isn't just a health issue. It's like, is the devil working in in those people's minds? Because if if we want deliverance from it, it's just as easy as crying out to God. Because I remember, uh, I went through depression, and there was a time where I was going through so much that um i thought about uh committing suicide because i had to i had so much problems going on at such a young age that i could have prevented but you know your ego inside of you and 
those lies yeah, that the enemy the brings. person that you are pretending to be, you pretend to be a tough person, uh, a man that thinks that uh, involving yourself in problems is so cool. So I was, uh, I had a lot of court dates, I had a lot of probation officer calls that I had to be calling them in a certain time, a certain day. And I was just tired of it. My my mind was like, I, w I was drained. And mm. and the devil was putting these thoughts in my head of committing suicide, but also the fact of knowing that hell is real mm. and that the devil is real was what prevented me from doing that because yeah. if I didn't know about the gospel, I don't know what decision I would have made, but that's the importance of spreading the gospel that you could save someone's life. Wow. You could save someone's family you could you don't know what others are going on or going through but that's what i think about if i didn't know about the gospel i could have made a wrong decision and someone out there is thinking about the same thing and knowing about the gospel could save their lives right the gospel is our hope it's hope that there is something better than what we are going through right cuando hablamos que venimos a traer Vista a los ciegos, what are something, some things that you think, Emmy, that we might be blinded to in this world that we need to be, um, we need to have some sight of? Um, the enemy's attacks, I would say. Uh, he can attack you in many ways and you don't even know. He could be inside your house and you don't even know. And uh, For example, like uh, parents fighting with with the with the with their child or divorce or just problems in the house those are attacks and from the enemy yeah you think it's normal mm -hmm. that divorce is normal that suicide is normal it's not it's the devil we need to open our eyes to know that the enemy works in those ways anxiety is part of his work too um you know when you don't feel loved when you don't feel valued when you don't feel like you have que no tienes nada que dar en este mundo esos son ataques del enemigo that we need to open our eyes to know that there is a greater hope for us son son mentiras que el enemigo pone en nuestra mente son esos filtros que él pone en nuestra vida para para no ver para no ver la realidad de las cosas en este mundo y por qué hay todavía um, personas que entran a una iglesia que siguen viviendo con depresión, que siguen viviendo con problemas porque no se le ha enseñado o no han conocido realmente al Cristo que dice yo vengo para dar vida, yo vengo para libertarte, yo vengo para sanar, yo vengo para transformar. Y no, y muchos entramos y salimos de una iglesia, uh, muchas veces um, las predicaciones son más like motivational, Vemos muchos más de uh, bendición, de finanza, pero hay, there are chains that need to be broken. There are demons that need to be um, rebuked. Hay demonios, hay cadenas que tienen que ser rotas en el nombre de Jesús. Pero, why do you think nowadays, I don't know, it feels like people are, are scared to speak about this, about demons and chains and um, just people being delivered, being set free, I feel, I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like it's something that slowly is just diminishing, que se está acabando en las iglesias, 
why do you guys like think if there's no devil they, yes that's like what they're thinking i guess maybe que, que no el mundo demons. no quiere escuchar del diablo del, del enemigo um, para no asustarlos i don't know what it is pero la biblia claramente nos dice que hay un infierno y que hay un um, cielo y que cada uno de nosotros fuimos formados para vivir eternamente. So this body here, this will die. But our soul, who we are, eso fue creado para vivir por siempre. The thing is here, where are you choosing to live forever, right? Porque aquí hay muchos también que dicen, you only live once, do this, do that. And they are influenced very quickly. Even people who que ya conocen de Cristo, they are influenced very easily a ir a hacer las cosas que hace el mundo con esa frase, you only live once. Just do it. Just ask for forgiveness and go back. Um, pero realmente, the choices that we make are what lead us to our final destination. Is it hell or is it heaven? Like, for example, ahorita estamos viviendo aquí, ¿verdad? Like, you can, we can think that we're going to live forever or that we have a long life. Um, but, Josue, what can you share with us of your experiences que te han um, abierto los ojos a ti de que realmente um, you need to choose what type of life you want to live for eternity? <coughs> Um, well, I've said my testimony in church, but for those that don't know my testimony, what made me realize that I had to choose what path to take at that moment was um, one day that I got off the bus, and I would never, oh, well, I would go home sometimes, but most of the time I wouldn't go home. Once I got off the bus, I would go with my friends to their houses, and there was a, a day where... I went with a friend, and that friend knew some other guy that was way older than us. But you know, some some people like that's what they're not dedicated to it. But the devil uses them to influence the younger generation. Right. So um, we went with this guy, and what he would dedicate himself to do was to sell drugs. So when we went to his house. Um, we started to smoke weed and uh, after a couple hours I took um, there was a, a time where my throat just like clogged up and I have asthma but it never like it never like stopped me from doing the stuff that I was doing because you it weren't even thinking yeah like I was I was that dumb <laughs> you thought you were cool but <laughs> But, like, it never was a problem for me with my asthma and smoking and the stuff I was doing. So I, I never really thought about it. But at that, that day, my throat shut and I started to, like, my eyes started to go, like, black. Even though I had them open, like, I couldn't, s they were starting to, like, get darker and I couldn't see anything. And then the people that were there with me, they were saying how purple I was getting and how, like, my face was, like, like turning colors yellow purple and it was just like bad and i know it was god working in that day because um whenever they saw that i couldn't breathe no more someone had a inhaler and no one in that house had asthma 
So it was is something that is still so weird to me, but that I know it was God, cause, cause if that if that wasn't there, I know I probably wouldn't be here now, and I would, I would, be dead or something. Mm. But that person threw me an inhaler that to this day we don't know where it came from. Wow. And I took a hit of the inhaler, and it brought it brought uh, my oxygen back. And but while I was suffocating, while I was choking, while I was losing my my breath um i got so scared because i literally saw it's true i saw my my life flash uh in my eyes yeah like god knows uh how scared i was at that moment and i saw my family i saw my sisters i saw my brothers i saw my parents i saw church i saw myself playing at church and it was so sad to see it like all go by so fast but knowing that that was my last day, but God had mercy. And while all that was happening, I told God, God, if you take me out of this, that this is my last time of me doing th- this stuff. And once I said that, because uh, I was taking hits of the inhaler, but it wasn't working. Mm. It, w- it wasn't giving me oxygen. So I kept, I, take, I kept taking it. But while I kept taking it, I was saying these words to God. And once I finished saying this to God, God gave me my breath back. And I know I wasn't the inhaler because it wasn't working. But uh, the also the weird thing about it, it was that the guy that we were with, he was really violent. Not with me. He was never violent with me. But people have told me that, like, if if you show to him that you're weak or something, he would literally, like, agarrata golpes at his own home and kick wow. you out. And he was, he's been in jail. So, like, I know I know he was really violent. And when I told them that this was my last time at his house and I didn't want nothing with them no more, I was scared of that because I knew how violent those people were. But it seemed so weird to me that he was just like, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Go home. We we know that you almost died on us. And it was weird because he reacted so much differently than what I was waiting for. Yeah, what I was expecting. And I remember I got up out of his house and I was walking home, but I was so out of it that I remember so well that I closed my eyes getting out of his fence. And once I opened them, I was already in my room again. Wow. And, and to this day I haven't went back and that's a promise that I'm willing to keep because I know that God was the one that had mercy of me, of my life, of my family. Cause losing someone is not just, losing someone like it it stays Mm -hmm. with people and their families so i thank god for giving me another opportunity and this is what the gospel is sharing what god has done with you because you never know what others are going through and and that's my testimony that's what made me that's what made me decide this is what i have to do because i know i know it's god like i've always been a church but in that time, I, I left church, but I've always knew how great God has been. And that's why my first instinct was to ask God for help because right. I know God. And that is one thing that we want to share because that is our hope. Esa es nuestra esperanza. Josué ahí en esos momentos, en those moments, he had that hope that there was a God that can save him from that. Y igual con cualquiera de ustedes, that is a true gospel, that there is a God que puede cambiar, transformar tu vida, no matter the case, no matter what the problem is, 
God can transform you y podemos tratar de vivir esta vida sin Dios. Claro que, se, que, que lo puedes hacer and you can be morally a good person y tal vez tú no haces cosas como Josué. Maybe you make good decisions. Tal vez um, eres una persona, a very smart person, que tal vez um, you know, nunca te meterías en esa clase de problemas. But at the end of the day, at the end of this world, we all still need a savior. And that is what we want to share, that at the end of this life, there are only two choices for our eternity. Este mundo y todo lo que ves aquí se va a acabar. Believe it or not, the word of God is a living word. Y todo lo que, lo que hemos leído en esta palabra, muchas de esas cosas hoy se están cumpliendo, ¿cierto, muchachos? We yeah. can yes. see it. It's, it's, a li it's living word. And it is important for us to let the gospel be known de que Cristo viene pronto. Christ will return soon. And as much as we want to believe that this, our life is, um, we, we have a lot to live still, we don't know when the day that of his return will come. And that day will be, I mean, there's no more opportunity for us. We choose there if, if we, at the end of our life, we want to live our eternity in hell or we want to live our eternity on, in heaven. But this is uh, the moment where we choose. Live a Christ-like life or continue to live like the world. And that's why it's important. Para muchos tal vez no es importante el cambio or I'll just continue to live my life. I'm a good person. I don't do anything to anybody. I, I share. I am humble, you know. Um, para muchos no es importante el, el venir a Cristo, tal vez por esa razón, because they don't, or they they think they're too young. Or they're too young, tal vez no han pasado por problemas como muchas personas, but at the end of the day, es el mismo, la misma opción para todos, it's the same gift of life for everybody, or the same um, pay of condemnation for everybody, so tenemos esas dos opciones that we need to make sure we all know that we have those two options. After this world is gone, those are the only two options for eternity, either hell or heaven. So, Emmy, I want to ask you, um, what do you think we as Christians should do, do better to represent the gospel? Or what is something that we are not doing, um, doing so anymore nowadays that we should be doing to share the gospel how it is? First of all, be an example of how God wants you to be, not how people see Christian nowadays. Um, nowadays, we should talk about God's um, return more, more than ever. More than ever, More yes. than ever, because we're seeing signs. We're, we're living it now, mm -hmm. and we have to be prepared because the... We don't know when he's going to come. It could be later. It could be sooner. He mm -hmm. he decides, and um, we just have to be ready for anything. Right. Yeah, and one of God's desires is that for none of us to perish, for none of us to to choose that eternal life of, of um, pain and suffering in hell because that's ex exactly the words that the Bible tells us. 
pain and suffering forever. Y eso es el deseo de Dios de que ninguno de nosotros um, vaya por ese camino y al último del día um, se encuentren con que there was actually a God and at the end of the day they choose hell instead of heaven because they didn't want to believe. Hay algo que escuché earlier on in my youth que a mí me tocó mi corazón un um, pastor le preguntaron, lo estaban entrevistando y le preguntaron, um, ¿qué vas a hacer tú tanto que predicas de Cristo, tanto que predicas del Evangelio? ¿Qué haces tú si al último no hay un Dios? Y lo que él dijo para mí me marcó y dije, wow, sí es cierto. Este hombre dijo, um, si yo vivo mi vida como yo quiero, igual que el mundo, um, Um, perdón, si dice si yo acepto a Cristo y yo vivo la vida en Cristo y soy lo que Él quiera que sea, I follow what He wants me to do, you know, y vivo una vida en Cristo como Él quiere que yo la viva y al último de mis días no hay un Dios, no perdí nada, porque no hay un Dios, no perdí nada. Pero si, uh, si vivo mi vida como el mundo, um, en sus, con sus deseos y todo lo que el mundo ofrece, y al último de mis días sí hay un Dios, entonces lo habré perdido todo. Y eso a mí me marcó porque yo dije, sí es cierto. I, I rather choose to live a Christ-like life and at the end of my days, If there is no God, I didn't lose anything. But if at the end of my days I live my life however I choose, just like the world, a common life like the world, and there actually is a God and I go to hell, then I have lost everything. So what do you guys think about that, guys? Mm. Well, I, like, oh, go, go. <laughs> I see it like Noah's story when he was <laughs> told by God that that it was going to rain, it was going to be and no one believed him. Yeah. And at the end, they all wanted to go inside the ark, but it was too late. Yeah. They closed the door. Right, that is true. What do you think, Jose? Mm, I think that represents a lot of the youth right now, because as young people, we want to enjoy life. And um, there's a lot that the world has to offer, but it doesn't fulfill what we need. And I remember this pastor I was listening to said uh, a lot of us, well, a lot of the youth is saying that we're too young to serve God, that we still have the rest of our lives to to like live our youth years and then go, go to Christ once we're like older. Mm -hmm. But he was saying, what if you're not as young as you think? Like, what if, because we are all set to live a certain time and God knows when we're leaving this earth. Like if, if in the, in his God's plans, he has you to leave this earth at 24 and you're 17 saying I'm too young and I'll seek for God later. You're mm -hmm. not too young. You're leaving yeah. at 24. Yeah. So for us, we don't know what, what day God is coming, but if let's say he's coming for me this year and I say I'm too young, I'm not too young. It's already time. Yeah. Time is near. So we should always live our life like if God is coming. Right. Because he is, but we don't know what time he is. So not living life like 
um, you only live once, but like Christ is coming yeah. soon, right? Being ready. Yes, being ready for his return. And you might not believe in God. You might not even believe in the Bible, but it is our responsibility as Christians and representatives of the kingdom of heaven to let you know that this world will and everything that you see here is not um is not guaranteed for life like a lot of things that we buy at stores right they have warranty for life they don't the only thing that is guaranteed for life is the book of life that is the bible and that is what the word says everything todo pasará menos la palabra de dios es lo único que no pasará porque es lo que va a vivir para la eternidad thank you guys for sharing with us today um este tema antes de terminar i just want you guys to um let everybody know what is it that we need to do to choose the gospel and receive christ in our life and be led by his will Josué, can you share qué pueden hacer ellos para recibir a Cristo, recibir el Evangelio, um, and, and live a Christ-like life? Mm, I would say recognize that he's the only one. And um, like us Christians, once you're Christian, faith is deposited in you because you're believing in someone that we can't see. But that's the beauty of... of um, Christianity, because God says that benevolentos los que creyeron y no vieron. So we don't we don't Actually see him. Who, who believe and cannot yeah, see. Yeah, we don't see him, but we feel him. Like in service, when you're praising God, you could feel God, right. and you know God is real because of the things that you see. The Bible tells us, I believe Matthew 24, all the the signs that are going to happen at the end of the world, and we are seeing them being fulfilled mm -hmm. so we know the bible is real we know god is real and i would just say to recognize god is the only one that could help you that you don't need to keep uh suffering you don't need to keep hurting when the answer is god he's always going to be there for you and he's going to fulfill what's in you because the world fulfills it for just a moment but once it's gone you have to go back for more right but God is always there for you. Amen. Emmanuel, how can they receive Christ in their hearts and follow? Receive um, the gospel. Repent is a big one. Uh, praying every day because you never know when it could be your last day. Uh, there's a verse that says, um, don't worry about, you know, about tomorrow. And... Um, he also says that he, uh, no one can add years to your life, only I can. Mm -hmm. So uh, science can't tell you when you're going to die. It's God. God knows. So just be praying every day, repenting every day, because we all sin every day. Right. And uh, it's important to tomar cuentas con Dios every day. Right. Right. Emmy Emmanuel should have been dead since seven days being born but that was not God's will Amen. and he's still here um, lifting up the name of Jesus on high and that's why he says that that science can say but 
God is who gives life and as much as he allows us, right? So, guys, um, it is so easy to receive Christ in your heart. All you have to do is believe in your heart that he came. Believe in your heart. Confess that he that, that you want him to be your Lord and Savior and that you want him to guide your life moving on forward and um, go to a church. Join a church. The church is there to encourage one another, to, to encourage you to keep moving forward, to give you love, to give you um, um, a word, and just, you know, join in a family of Christ. We are a family in Christ, and we want to um, share the love and the joy that, that we feel following Christ. So, um, guys, that's all you have to do. Sh uh, pray to God. Let him know, God, I know that I've done wrong. I know that I've chosen um, to do maybe uh, the wrong decisions, but today I choose you to be my Lord and Savior. Remember, we only have two choices at the end of our life. It's, is it God or is it the enemy? And God's desire for your life is to choose him, eternal life with him, right? Amen. Amen. So we thank you guys for being with us today. Les damos gracias por estar hoy con nosotros, por conectarse hoy con nosotros. Um, Damos gracias a Dios por esta oportunidad. And we hope that this was a message that can bless your life and touch your life and just let you know that there is still a God waiting for you to come to him. Right, guys? So we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Um, and share this video. This is a, a gospel. This is a good news that there is still God. Amen. So we'll see Amen. you guys next Wednesday, guys. Say bye. And, and thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.